0: I'm glad to announce that now I have two new sponsors for this podcast. This portion of the Scott Townsend Show is brought to you by Pops Daylight Donuts. Pops Daylight Donuts has the best donuts, sausage wraps, and pastries in northeast Oklahoma. The staff is exceptional. They process your order fast. And if you tell them, hey, Scott Townsend said for you to give me a large spicy pig, they will give you a free large spicy sausage wrap. But you have to tell them, hey, Scott Townsend said for you to give me a large spicy pig. That's crucial. For more information on store hours, location, phone number, you name it, see the show notes below. Pops Daylight Donuts. Go get you some. And by Castafly Outdoor Adventures YouTube
1: channel. Adventure. That's where it begins. We look to create and document our moments in time. While embracing the majestic wonder and beauty of the great outdoors. Our quest is to explore the back roads of the Ozarks: camping, fishing, and just getting lost. Refresh your spirit and join us on our next adventure.
0: Paul and his crew invite you to subscribe to the Castafly Outdoor Adventures YouTube channel.
1: Welcome to The Scott Townsend Show, brought to you by Dietz Productions.
0: Hey, this is Scott Townsend. Thanks for joining The Scott Townsend Show. And today I have back with me again for maybe a third time, actually, Cliff Decato from Prairieville, Louisiana. What's
1: going on, Cliff? Oh, trying to stay warm today.
0: Oh, that's no kidding. Negative 15 last night here in Oklahoma.
1: Well, not as not in the negative, but we were in the teens, which is, I mean, even in the 20s is strange uh, down here on the bayou. So yeah. uh, the ice is starting to melt a little bit. I don't think we're above freezing yet, but the sun came out and that kind of helps some of the melting. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah, we're like around 28, 29 right now. Expecting to get above freezing today and then back into the 20s again tonight. Uh, wind, the wind chill, though, it's been been kicking. Been single yeah. digits. Uh, teens with that. So
0: the reason why I invited Cliff on today, this is a very time-sensitive podcast, is uh, this morning uh, I noticed uh, Flow Services posted uh, an announcement on LinkedIn saying that they were closed. They're, they're down there in Louisiana, uh, and they had a fat Happy Fat Tuesday uh, sign on the LinkedIn post, <clears throat> which made me realize today is uh, Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday, so... Who better to call than Cliff Decto to figure out what's going on with Mardi Gras in Louisiana. So (laughs) this is uh, a little bit different year for you guys down there, isn't it?
1: Yeah, things are still closed uh, before the announcement that Mardi Gras was going to be uh, canceled by the uh, officially from the mayor. They call her LaToya the Destroyer. Um, (laughs) It's... uh, you know, it's, it's, it's still, it's still Mardi Gras today. Right. Um, it right. doesn't matter that, that we're still off. Um, well I say still, I, I'm not off today cause it's not a,
0: <laughs> the company official that I work holiday.
1: for. Yeah. It's not an official holiday for the European company that I work for, but, um, <laughs> yeah, all your local business in Louisiana still take off. Um, oh yeah. you don't have to have a parade to necessarily still participate in the, uh, festivities that is Mardi Gras. You can have yourself an adult beverage and, uh, throw on some jazz <laughs> and uh have your own little mardi gras but yeah we we still uh get in the spirit of it even though it's um has been canceled so as far as you know parades and everything uh the neighborhoods uh lights uh the houses in the, in the neighborhood here of uh got the uh, purple yellow and green going on still um so we've, we've decorated that um but in new orleans since there is no uh parades the uh, people have decorated their houses like floats. So it's, uh, hmm. I don't know if you've ever done this tradition when you were a kid, but uh, your parents would drive you around neighborhoods during Christmas time to see all these Christmas lights. Right. Which technically that doesn't really happen anymore either. Um, right. These days. But I remember growing up in the 80s, uh, that was a big deal. You know, once, you know, somewhere mid-December on a weekend night, your, your parents would drive to some, some of the bigger neighborhoods in the town You'd park your car and walk through the neighborhood, right? And see all the lights and everything. And go that's kind of Jackson fell off. Street.
0: Oh, you froze up. Off. You're freezing up just a little bit. Hang on a second.
1: <clears throat> Where'd you go? I lost you.
0: Yeah. You're freezing up. Oh, on there we go. i back now. All right.
1: So, so um,
0: you were talking yeah. about uh, jumping in the car and driving around go up and down Jackson street and go see some big lights, big houses.
1: Yep. So they kind of did that with Gras this year. Um, they, they, they decorate the houses. Like you would see some of these floats that would roll down, you know, canal street and all that in New Orleans. Um, so that's, that's been pretty cool. Um, another thing is they call them reverse parades. So all these people who still had their floats, cause a lot of people were still getting their floats ready back in November, and December anticipating that they would still be able to have a parade. Uh, hmm. Or, you know, for Mardi Gras, and that didn't happen, but since these right. floats were already kind of, you know, built and everything, uh, a lot of these floats have lined up stationary along with bands and dancers and everything else that goes along with the parade, except you're not moving and you can get in your car and ride past the parade. So instead of you parking your car and going out on the neutral ground and enjoying the, the parade. Now the parade is parked and you drive past the parade. So uh, <laughs> that's that's the other alternative. And then the uh, last alternative is is more of an intimate situation, more small communities uh, doing something that they probably shouldn't be doing, but it's not you know that big of a deal. Like my neighborhood here, um, 90% of the people there on golf carts, So they're in a the car parade in the neighborhood. And, uh, smaller scale within your own neighborhood still have something some people say it's for the kids you know and that's kind of what it's about but uh it's just kind of in our blood you got to have something <laughs> so, <laughs> you know to, 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 to kind of sense the uh girl spirit right so All that's right. those are the alternatives that uh we've done here uh because of that
0: you guys still uh, doing kink? I'm sure you're doing king cakes.
1: I actually had a piece of king cake about an hour ago. So I had some <sighs> at the lunch. So yeah, you definitely have to have king cake on your Mardi Gras day, but Oh yeah. Uh, when the calendar changed to January, king cakes are coming out then. So you get one pretty much every week. So yeah. today is the last day that you can get a king cake. So, um, but yeah, traditionally you, you eat one here today and, uh, I've, I've had a slice already. I, I may have one later, but, uh, I do have plans to have a couple of adult beverages. I have a couple of Mardi Gras themed beers that some local breweries made. Um, one is a spinoff of the famous, you know, tourist cocktail, the hurricane that you can get in the French Quarter on Bourbon street. They took a sour and gave that, you know, hurricane cocktail spin to it. So it's still a beer, but it tastes like a hurricane. Um, that is a collab between zoning mash, which is uh here in new orleans and the other brewery which is Jay wakefield uh in florida Jay mm-hmm. wakefield's more known for their sour so it was kind of a perfect storm for these two breweries to collab on this and uh i'm not sure what efforts they went through for this more virtual just like me and you talking here and that's how they kind of planned out the recipe or if they maybe came in and did all those precautions and you know but i know they brewed it in new orleans so and then the other one that i have is from urban south that one is uh right by chapatula you pronounce it that way. <laughs> um, yes. This beer is a play on the king cake, so they have a king cake ale, and uh, basically it's cinnamon, cream cheese, and, uh, vanilla, and uh, milk sugar to kind of give you that, that you know that flavors that you would normally get king from a uh, king cake vibe. Yep. So that's, that's my uh, plans to partake in the festivities. Now, they have done all weekend, though, here. It's something different. It's called a virtual Mardi Gras. There's been these programs that they've been playing uh, through the Advocate, which is the, lo- the local newspaper. And uh, it's a three-part series that started, uh, I believe, Friday night. And now today, they're, I guess, just ro- playing all three parts together. But it's actually pretty good. Uh, if you're somebody who's not from louisiana or not too familiar with it even myself i thought i found some stuff that i didn't even know about it to be educational so uh they they've talked about a lot of the uh you know the history of it of course why what you know who what, when where but more current stuff too like uh some of these crews and what they do traditionally and what's what's the meaning behind those crews that Mm -hmm. put together these parades um Just off the top of my head, the most recent crew ever was formed in the the early 2000s was by Harry Connick Jr. He wanted to start a new crew because there was uh, not a parade that ran on Monday night. So he started his crew on that Monday night parade. Hmm. Um, So these parades, when
0: I lived down in Hammond, didn't live there for very long, but I was there right in the thick of things uh, with Mardi Gras. So I got a crash course on stuff. So, these all over the state, correct me if I'm wrong here, each like city, parish, or whatever, they have their own crews and their own parades. Sure.
1: Is is, Um, is that right? Yeah. I mean, even outside of the city of New Orleans, in Metairie, uh, there's parades there. Uh, Like you said, in Hammond, there's all these, you know, bigger cities outside of uh, New Orleans still have their own traditions of how they celebrate Mardi Gras. Um, one of the most famous ones that I have not been to that I say that it's on my bucket list to go is in Mamou. And that's an early morning Mardi Gras tradition. So today they wake up, they're dressed out and looks to be, you know, ancient Mardi Gras digs. So you you should go look this up, by the way, this Mardi Gras and Mamou, M-A-M-O-U. And they go knocking on people's houses, neighbors' houses, asking if they can have their chickens. So the the owner of the residence will go in the backyard, release the chickens, and if you can imagine—I don't know—thirty or forty drunk men on horses chasing after chickens uh, and collecting these. Because what they do with the chickens, they end up making a gumbo that that oh. afternoon with the chickens. That doesn't they bode up.
0: well for the chickens, does it?
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't. But it, it's it's uh it's a pretty uh, famous tradition that I have not yet gone to but i, I and they, they even showed on tv all the time too and i was like i gotta get down there to go do that so they ride uh, up on horses mm-hmm. right up on horses and uh they like i said this is crack of dawn and they've already started drinking so these guys are nice and prime and uh by nine and ten o'clock in the morning they're they're probably a little too many over um, yeah but like i said the end of the, it wraps up with them, them gathering those chickens to cook the gumbo with and uh and there's some swamp pop music being played. I mean, it's it's about as l- deep Louisiana as you could possibly get. Um, mm. So I, I definitely recommend you and any of your listeners to go look up uh, the uh, Mamou Mardi Gras. Uh, but yeah, just like Mamou, uh, other small towns I and mean, big towns, uh, even Lake uh, Charles, Lafayette, they all have their crews that do their own parades and and uh, and their traditions.
0: K R E W E, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, K, yeah, <laughs> K crew with an instead
0: E of, the N, yes. yeah, instead of a C, I
1: almost C- sound like you was plugging the radio station. <laughs> <second>. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's crew with an E on the end. Correct with the K and the E at the end.
0: Why does Louisiana have such a intense set of traditions? I don't know of another state that statewide has as ingrained a set of you know they have their own music their own food their own language their own entertainment why louisiana
1: i agree I, I mean, that's why i love it i mean like i've i've uh, I know a lot of people that say they are they don't have as much pride in their you know where they live um maybe it's because they haven't found their true home yet i think when you find your true home you know it's your home but this this place is just more than just that um i think the traditions are are Deeply rooted in all the cultures uh, that have came here. Um, I mean, my family comes from Nova Scotia. We were booted out of there, uh, so <laughs> we got on a boat and came down this way. Just much like everybody else that was exiled from different parts of the world, uh, they came to this side. Um, but it's it's a big fusion of French, Spanish, German, Italian. I mean, it's it's just all slammed in a big melting pot. I mean, much like. Our country is a big melting pot. Mm-hmm. Louisiana is like the melting pot. I mean, it's there's a ton of it uh, within the music, uh, the food, uh, just everything that we do, and uh, the type of people that are here are proud of that, and that's why we tend to celebrate it anytime we can get a chance to do it. I mean, we have a festival for everything: for rice, <laughs> for shrimp, for petroleum. I mean, it's if it's if it's something that we are uh, we from our our culture it, it's uh it's celebrated with the festival or some, some type of sorts but yeah absolutely uh no matter what time of the year it just it's just like oh well, yeah mardi gras this year you know i mean this this time of the year but then two months from now in your festival season starts and you have the jemela festival you have the rice festival you have the shrimp festival you have the boucherie festival we celebrate the pig you know so it's uh, it's an ongoing thing, uh, just because one thing ends, it's like, well, yeah, well, guess what's coming up now. And now it's crawfish season, you know, so you're going to eat crawfish. So, mm. uh, yeah, we, we like to, uh, to, to, to say we like the party is an understatement, but, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's part of it. And we do like to show everybody else who comes down here a good time as well.
0: That's that's statewide. That's not just uh, Prairieville. That's not just New Orleans. That's
1: yeah, statewide. You, you could say statewide, but I think it cuts off somewhere in about the middle part of the boot, right? When you get oh, past yeah. Alexander, Shreveport is almost could be. If they wanted to, they could annex to Dallas. <laughs> uh, yeah. or, you know, the North Louisiana is like a, that tip of North Texas and Arkansas. Uh, they even say Louisiana in the most incorrect way. They say Louisiana, and then. Um, that kind of bothers us, but yeah, uh, the, Louisiana, the, the southeast and southwest. Uh, I'd say you know the, the lower southern part of um, below ten I ten and right above it is the uh, the true I think Louisiana. Everything else up above Alexandria, which is probably about a quarter part of the top of the boot of the state, it's a little bit yeah, they're Louisiana, but eh.
0: so Mardi <laughs> Gras redneck do you do the tradition i mean do you observe mardi gras uh in its purest i don't even know what the purest sense is i guess this is the last day that you can do whatever you want before tomorrow and everybody
1: yep so tomorrow you whatever you've done today you repent for it on ash wednesday and then you start to uh you know for 40 days and 40 nights you got to Give up something for Lent and not eat the meat on the, which is not even. I, I think it's ridiculous. You can't eat meat on Friday, so oh wow, we gotta eat all crawfish. We gotta eat shrimp. Gotta eat crabs. Dang, gotta eat seafood now every Friday. Like we don't already eat seafood on Friday <laughs> anyway. But yeah, uh so today's you live it up, and then tomorrow you you pay for it, and then you uh, you sit back for forty days and forty nights for uh, Lent Lent season.
0: i well be. So what are you what are you giving up?
1: No, 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 I haven't thought about that yet. It's good. Can't give up beer. Which doesn't make any sense because you're supposed to give up something you really like, right? So yeah. Maybe I'll just reduce how many I have per week or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thanks for kind of showing us the ropes as far as Mardi Gras is concerned and the traditions in Louisiana. I mean, is there anything else top of mind that uh, um, we need yeah, to know about?
1: If you've never experienced it, uh, you definitely should. Um, mm-hmm. And you don't have to come on Mardi Gras Day to do it. Uh, the, the parade season starts, uh, weeks before Mardi Gras. So if, if it wasn't canceled this year, we would have had parades every weekend. So mm-hmm. in mid January, you start seeing, uh, parades on Friday and Saturday. And then in February leading up to this day, you start seeing them on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then in this situation, it would have been pretty much all week going from Thursday all the way up to today to Tuesday, uh, from, you know, from last week. but. Uh, you can come in that weekend before, and I say weekend before, like this past weekend is, is the perfect weekend to come and experience it. Um, and also if you're worried about being out there and whatever environment, and you're not really feeling safe about it. There are some other options. Um, last year we were a part of the uh, Bacchus parade where yes, it goes roll through new Orleans, but it also stops, ends at the convention center and the parade actually rolls through the convention center mm. and you can experience that if you want to spend a little more money so you and of course you gotta get dressed up so you know yeah, where weren't you there shorts. last year yep <clears throat> so you wear tuxes your wife's you know she's got the dresses on that and all down. that but it's it's i don't want to experience more going on the way now you ain't gonna have to deal with the crowds and all that you get yourself a hotel room so you drive in you know the night before and then you just kind of relax and then you you bring your ice chest in, which they, and you're welcome to bring your own booze. So you bring your ice chest in. Uh, there's food provided. You can bring in some uh, foods as well. And uh, there's tables. There's a huge stage where all these, uh, in fact, well-known artists play on the stage. I mean, they, they book well-known acts. Not just, They have a couple of local acts to open the thing up, but uh, they get some pretty big names that play at these things as well. It's a couple hundred bucks, but, I mean, it's, it's very well worth it. And I would recommend that to anybody who was, you know, Concerned about coming from out of town and, and just being in the middle of the streets in, in New Orleans, like, mm-hmm. I get that. But uh, here is the other option: you can look it up. Some of not just uh, Bacchus, there is Endemion. Endymion rolls through the Superdome, but that one's even more expensive. I think that one's almost like four or five hundred bucks. So uh, how do you spell there, it? Endymion?
0: Endymion? Okay. Endemion, but like ba-
1: Bacchus, B A C C H U S. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> uh, it's just it's it's a great alternative uh, more adult experience uh, to more go controlled, in. probably more controlled environment. Correct. Right. Uh, more, it's safer. You know, you can get a you know, walk through metal detectors and all that stuff. So it's, it's a, it's a really cool experience, especially at night. Cause you're in this, uh, you know, in, in the convention center and everything's, you know, dark, but they have all the lasers and lights and all that to go along with the floats and the floats and the bands and all that roll through it. Uh, like I said, I'll, I'll never go, I mean, i I guess I'll go to some parades, like, especially here in Baton Rouge, They're a little more laid back. We do some stuff downtown. And I mean, that's during a day, but uh, for that kind of experience, I, I, I don't want to go back. It's like the VIP experience for Mardi Gras. So anybody out there who's listening that wants to come into town and not really put themselves in an environment they don't feel safe with, this is another option. So look up some of the crews uh, that they have out there and see which ones provide these uh, private events that, where these parades in where they either go through the superdome or they go through a convention center that. there's there's several of them out there but uh you guys like said you got to pay for it you got to dress up and, and look nice for it
0: <laughs> all right cliff we'll appreciate your time stay warm over there um uh, thanks for your tutorial there on mardi gras and all things all things louisiana it's uh what's that phrase uh ponton laser is ponton roulette yeah So uh yeah. Let the good times roll. Let the good times roll. So with uh with that in mind, hey, if you're if you enjoy the podcast and you enjoy watching this on YouTube, you can subscribe, like, share. Invite you to do that. And uh, make yourself available to the merchandise link in the show notes below. And some of the things that Cliff mentioned in the show here, I'll put some links down in the show notes regarding Mammu. Mammu. Mammu Bacchus and some other stuff. Yeah, so anyway uh thanks cliff really appreciate it
1: yeah go watch that yourself too today go watch a little memo uh mardi gras traditions i'm sure there's some youtube videos out there yeah you can as soon as you type it in it's gonna pop right up just go look how crazy it is it's uh it's it's archaic but it's it's so like down home louisiana it's a really cool thing <laughs> all right
0: well for cliff Decato, this is scott townsend thanks for watching the scott townsend show and we'll talk to you later
1: The Scott Townsend Show is a dietz man production. For more episodes, visit the Scott Townsend Show YouTube channel, listen on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Scott Townsend Show.